0: Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Wednesday, 27 July 2022. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 36, verse 7, which says, How excellent or precious is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Oh, friends, I don't know how to begin this Wednesday morning, huh? Eh? The truth is that I'm a tad under the weather. I went into the big city of Tio yesterday for a medical appointment. And as always, that spoiled my daily schedule. Then I went to bed late and didn't have a restful night. So obviously I got up late, feeling like you know what. (laughs) But since we have the most wonderful father and comforter in this whole wide world, I turn to him for help, like he said we should when we are out of our depths. And since he's so awesomely faithful, I am expecting some good news, some help very shortly. I don't know about you all, no? but I take him seriously when he says that sort of thing and cry out to him for help and guidance when I don't know what to do or where to go. And you know what? He has not failed me yet. So why should he this time? eh? No reason whatsoever. And mama, here comes the good news now. Whoa, I didn't have to wait too long. Glory be. That's why Brother David could faithfully declare in Psalm 36 the steadfast love of God. How excellent or precious is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Yes, friends, those who truly know the Lord our God have no hesitation in placing their total trust and surrender in him, in his marvelous grace and mercy. And Brother David was so sure of that, that in Psalm 57, a prayer for deliverance, when he was fleeing the deadly pursuit of King Saul, he declares the same reassurance. Be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed or have passed by. And that comes from Psalm 57 1. O oh, my fellow believers, I do hope that we have the same strong faith as Brother David, and without a moment's hesitation, run to our great God for protection, guidance, comfort, succor, and whatever else we need in this life, because he is the only one who can provide it all for us. And Brother David explains this as he continues in Psalm 36, they shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness or fullness of thy house, and thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. For with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. And that comes from Psalm 36, 8-9. to That's it all right there in a nutshell, my people. Under God's jurisdiction, all our needs are satisfied, for he is both the giver of life and light the fountainhead of all good things. And as Brother David again reassures in Psalm 65, title God is Powerful in Nature, he says, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of the holy temple. And that comes from Psalm 65, 4. And if by chance you don't believe Brother David, then please listen to John the Revelator as he saw the new Jerusalem in his vision. He opens the last chapter of the Good Book thus. And he, one of the seven angels, showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst or in the middle of the street of it, And on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And that comes from Revelations 22 1-2. Now, here is the scholar's interesting explanation. These verses, they say, depict the abundant life and continuous blessing of the new Jerusalem. One river containing water of life comes from God's throne and waters the entire city. And before that you have some references to the one river containing water of life where they say you can find something referring to that in Revelation seven seventeen and 21, 6 as well as twenty-two seven, 22.17. And yes, and that one river containing water of life comes from God's throne and waters the entire city. And there are similar millennial blessings in Ezekiel to 12 Joel 3.18, and Zechariah 14.8. The tree of life pictures eternal sustenance and immortality, and you can see verse 14 in chapter 21 of it, 22 of that, sorry, rather chapter 21, and Genesis 2.19 and 3.22. Both the variety and abundance of fruit are emphasized. The healing of the nations may indicate physical healing during the millennium, And there's a reference there to Ezekiel 47, 12, or it may be figuratively referring to the blessings of God in the eternal state. Whoa, what a time that will be, my fellow saints, when the new Jerusalem comes to town. (laughs) Uh, And by the way, it would be a very interesting and enlightening enterprise for us to check out the references the scholars shared in their explanation. I just took a couple of minutes and did it, and it does reinforce what the scholars claim, because there have been too many other prophecies about the New Jerusalem and the Millennial Age for them not to be true. And that brings us right back to Brother David and the steadfast love of God in Psalm 36, where he writes, Oh, Continue thy loving kindness unto them that know thee, and thy righteousness to the upright in heart. Let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the wicked remove me or drive me away from you. There are the workers of iniquity fallen, they are cast down and shall not be able to rise. And that comes from Psalm thirty six, ten, verses. Psalm 36, verses 10 to 12. And you better believe that, my people, when the Lord casts down the iniquity workers, they will not rise again. So please, let's not be numbered amongst them, but instead be counted amongst the righteous and upright in heart, so that we can experience the wonders of the new Jerusalem in that golden age to come. And for those of us who sincerely believe, and are doing our best to further God's kingdom, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right today, so we could go home declaring our Wednesday whale, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow, and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before, but my eyes are fixed straight ahead, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And just in case, my people, Just in case you didn't know that if we endure to the very end, that future with Jesus will be even more glorious than we can even ask or imagine. Yes, that's the Zeppo that's recently come down from on high. So please, let's allow that to encourage us to endure to the very end. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the endurance of our faith will decide our rewards, and that's true. It all depends on how we enjoy the faith and what we do that will decide our rewards in heaven. So, please, if we want plenty and decent rewards, let's do good stuff with good motives behind them. Build our foundations on gold and silver and precious jewels. Stuff that will endure the fire. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.